Be vegan. Make peace. Do good deeds. Heaven Godspeed. With profound, humble gratitude and love to all venerated, enlightened masters, we bow to the Almighty in soulful gratefulness for gifting us with their holy, blessed presence. May all beings be awakened by their divine grace. Part 1 of 4 Etc. Our programs offer many languages. Please visit suprememastertv.com forward slash schedule. Nos programs offer plusieurs langues. Veuillez visiter suprememastertv.com baroblique schedule. Nuestros programas ofrecen varios idiomas. Visiten suprememastertv.com barranclinada schedule. 저희 방송은 다양한 언어를 제공합니다. 다음을 참고하세요. suprememastertv.com slash schedule. Every day we do barbecue, you know, we get the wood, dry wood from the woods, cheap, uh, no cost. So it doesn't matter. And, and we sing and then make theater. We didn't have makeup, so they put like the coal, charcoal that we cooked. <laughs> do all kinds of makeup on the face. And they braided leaves and wildflowers and made crown, theatrical stuff. Uh, and played something. <laughs> we were laughing so much. It was very nice at that time. Please keep watching to find out more. Don't be vegan. You're not worthy, are you? Supreme Master Ching Hai's lectures are not a complete meditation instruction. Please do not try alone. For free of charge guidance, please visit godsdirectcontact.org or contact any of our centers near you. Today's episode will be presented in English and Portuguese with subtitles in Arabic, Aulasis, also known as Vietnamese, Bulgarian, Chinese, Czech, English, French, German, Hindi, Hungarian, Indonesian, Japanese, Korean, Malay, Mongolian, Persian, Polish, Portuguese, Punjabi, Romanian, Russian, Spanish, Telugu, Thai, and Ukrainian or Uranian. Bem-vindos ao nosso programa hoje, espectadores compassivos. Eu sou Guilherme, um nativo do Brasil. Os brasileiros preocupados com a saúde endossam seus esforços incansáveis para promover a agricultura vegana, que trará mudanças benéficas de longo alcance para o nosso planeta. Brasil é o maior país da América Latina, cobrindo quase metade do continente sul-americano e fazendo fronteira com quase todos os seus países. O litoral desta magnífica nação se estende por cerca de 7.500 quilômetros ao longo do Oceano Atlântico e abriga uma das maiores florestas contínuas de mangue do mundo. 
Com belezas naturais que incluem a renomada região amazônica, Brasil possui mais de 65 parques nacionais que preservam ecossistemas e protegem os lares do reino pessoa animal. Dentro dessas áreas reservadas estão inúmeras maravilhas naturais, como as Cataratas do Iguaçu, uma das cachoeiras mais espetaculares do planeta. O povo brasileiro é imensamente diverso, com mais de 300 grupos indígenas que falam mais de 150 idiomas. A diversidade cultural do país é ainda mais enriquecida pela linhagem de muitos cidadãos descendentes de japoneses, libaneses, alemães e outros. Refletindo este distinto legado, também estão mais de 20 locais designados como Patrimônio Mundial da Unesco. Eles variam de centros históricos, como de Olinda do século XVI, a maravilhas naturais como o Complexo de Conservação da Amazônia Central. O Museu Imperial do Brasil, um dos mais visitados do país, e a Real Gabinete Português de Leitura também são representações marcantes da cultura do país. Nós nos divertimos muito apresentando o cativante Brasil a vocês, adoráveis espectadores. Que possamos sempre amar e perdoar os outros. Por décadas, Suprema Mestra Shinrai, vegana, tem iluminado o nosso mundo com seus ensinamentos divinos. Uma mestra totalmente iluminada, ela transmite o método Kuan Yin de meditação para aqueles que desejam descobrir imediatamente a natureza de Deus interior, para alcançar em uma só vida a eterna liberação do ciclo de transmigração. O método Kuan Yin foi praticado por todos os mestres iluminados, como o adorado honrado pelo mundo Shakyamuni Buda, vegano, o adorado filho de Deus Jesus Cristo, vegetariano, o venerado mestre e filósofo Confúcio, vegetariano, o venerado Lord Krishna, vegetariano, o venerado mestre e filósofo Lao Tzu, vegano, o venerado Lord Mahavira, vegano, o amado profeta Maomé, vegetariano, paz esteja com ele, Sri Gugunanak Devji, vegetariano, e muito mais. Suprema Mestra Shinrai, vegana, enfatiza que se sempre lembrarmos de Deus, prestarmos serviço altruísta aos outros e seguirmos as leis do universo, chegaremos ao nosso mais alto potencial como humanos, e realmente entenderemos nosso propósito na Terra. Um exemplo vivo extraordinário de compaixão 
ela amorosamente e regularmente envia ajuda material e financeira aos refugiados, sem teto, vítimas de desastres naturais e outros que precisam de ajuda. Suprema Mestra Shinrai, vegana, respeitosamente agradece a todos os indivíduos, organizações, líderes e governos por todo o seu apoio genuíno, amoroso e contínuo. Que o paraíso os abençoe sempre mais. Nós, membros da Associação Internacional Suprema Mestra Shinrai, somos também sinceramente gratos pela sua bondade expressiva, desejando-lhes o melhor. Suprema Mestra Shinrai, vegana, recebe amor e reconhecimento de várias organizações, mídia, governos, indivíduos e muitos prêmios, tais como o Prêmio de Paz Guzzi 2006, considerado o Prêmio Nobel da Paz do Oriente, o Prêmio de Liderança Espiritual Mundial em 1994, o Prêmio Mahavir em 2008, 22 de fevereiro e 25 de outubro, ambos proclamados como o Dia da Suprema Mestra Shinrai, uma cidadã honorária dos Estados Unidos, etc. E foi honrada por todos os anos com vários outros prêmios e elogios pelas suas excelentes ações filantrópicas e humanitárias.
etc. Pedimos desculpas por não sermos capazes de mostrar muitos outros prêmios e honras pela falta de espaço e tempo. Suprema Mestra Shinrai, vegana, respeitosamente agradece a todos os indivíduos, organizações, líderes e governos por todo o seu apoio genuíno, amoroso e contínuo. Que o paraíso os abençoe sempre mais. Nós, membros da Associação Internacional Suprema Mestra Shinrai, somos também sinceramente gratos pela sua bondade expressiva, desejando-lhes o melhor. Uma voz verdadeira para nossos belos amigos animais, Suprema Mestra Shinrai, vegana, promove a pacífica, amorosa dieta à base de planta e visualiza com o despertar da humanidade a sacralidade de toda a vida, um tranquilo e glorioso mundo inteiramente vegano, onde pessoas de ambos reinos animais e humanos vivem em harmonia respeitosa. Suas iniciativas incluem distribuição de panfletos Vida Alternativa, os restaurantes veganos internacionais Loving Hut, companhias de alimentos veganos, produtos de pele vegano, Supreme Master Television, bem como escrever e falar com líderes influentes do governo e dos meios de comunicação, participando de conferências televisionadas sobre mudança climática, etc. Quer estejamos cientes disso ou não, seus esforços têm causado uma enorme influência na consciência global do estilo de vida amigável ao povo animal e como esta benevolente maneira pode trazer paz duradoura entre nações, enquanto salva nosso planeta da mudança climática e desastres. Suprema Mestra Shinrai, vegana, tem viajado por todo o mundo e realizado discursos com o público e com seus discípulos sobre uma variedade de temas espirituais. Hoje somos abençoados em apresentar um encontro esclarecedor intitulado Mestra Relembra, parte 1 de 4, em Entre Mestra e Discípulos, dada em inglês em 8 de janeiro de 2006, em Shurei, Reino Unido. Peace for Ukraine or Ukraine. The people ask me how, how I've lived till now. I tell them I don't know. You know, seen the Rena story, right? Yes. Twelve o'clock must go. All the makeup falls off. <laughs> Mascara <laughs> gone. <laughs> Lipstick fades. Yeah. Roots gone. Pumpkins coming. <laughs> My pumpkin is coming out. <laughs> so the PH miracle is like vegetarian book, right? Is it? Or is there fish in there? Chips. No, fish. No, vegan. vegan. Yeah. Oh, okay. He just stress. Himself stresses fish maybe once a month or something. That kind of man. Compromise, you see? Oh, that's garbage. I don't need that.
fish once a month. What does that fish say to you? If you eat him once a month, gosh. You see, I don't like these kind of people. Huh? Are you that or that? You know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pleasing everybody, you know what I mean? No, it's okay, it's okay. No need, honey. Oh, rest, rest. All of you. Okay. So where were we? <laughs> okay, the the ten, huh? Okay. In the beginning, you know, already I had a car, like 3,000 something, or 1,000, like almost a free gift. Because it stayed in the garage too long, nobody bought it. It wasn't rusty, so they gave it to us mostly for free. <laughs> and uh, he, he is very temperamental, the car, you know. Anytime he doesn't want to go, he just stops. Yeah. <laughs> no need to tell you nothing. <laughs> you can push all you want, he just stays there. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> so mostly we didn't have a car, anyway, just one small like van and pack all together. So four people, one ten. That's why I told you we stay at the bank of the river and we're not afraid of death because we had company. You know? <laughs> I told you already, <laughs> if you die alone, you worry. But mostly when people die, they don't want to die because they're lonely. When they go, they go alone. No, When they die, they die alone. So that is very scary. But if you have another three persons with you in one tent... <laughs> so I just like in, in life, if you have friends, you know, you're not afraid. Because mostly if the river is swollen up, then we will all be swallowed up. It's true. Because the river can be unpredictable. So if you want to camp somewhere, even in the middle of summer and all that, you have to take precautions, okay? Because I was young and fearless and invincible, I told you already. We were all young, you know. All the young kids followed me. <laughs> About my age at that time, we were young and we were happy, you know. Every day we did not much. <laughs> At that time, you know, sometimes I went to lecture and came out. We didn't have a home anyway. And sometimes we had, but we still like to camp. In the beginning, I didn't have a home. So four person, one tent. And when I come to think about it, I really think I was very brave. All the poor monks and nuns follow me. <laughs> what if the river is swollen up, you know? And then we'll be flushed in no time. Because sometimes the rain comes from the other side of the mountain, far away, where the river source is. And the water can be very torrential coming down on us, but lucky we didn't die, so I'm still here. <laughs> and every day we do barbecue, you know. We get the wood, dry wood from the woods, cheap, uh, no cost. So it doesn't matter, and, and we sing and then make theater. We didn't have makeup, so they put like the coal, charcoal that we cooked. <laughs> do all kinds of makeup on the face. And they braided leaves and wildflowers and made crowns and theatrical stuff and placed something. <laughs> we were laughing so much. It was very nice at that time. Uh, why am I telling that? Huh? What was it? Been together. Ah, yeah, I told you. In the beginning, huh? I didn't have land, I didn't have a house. We rented a house, which they gladly gave it to us, and later we knew why. It's a ghost house. <laughs> a lot of ghosts, nobody dare go in there. The grass has already moved into the living room, all over, you know? So we clean it up, all the grass, the tall grass, look like this bamboo kind, you know? But but uh, that, that kind of tall grass, you know? Tall and hard, sugarcane type. Bamboo type grass all over in the house already, and we clean it up. We clean the road because there was no road even. All the grass was growing on the road. So we clean all up because we didn't have much money. It was very cheap. <laughs> we didn't know. Later somebody told us, they paid somebody to go in there. Nobody dare go in there even. <laughs> Pay for housekeeper. <laughs> Nobody wants. 
because the, the ghost kept the house. <laughs> so they were, we were scared, you know. So seven years, nobody lived there, and the grass grew Good. all over. We went, went there, oh, it's not bad. You know, I told you I was young and invincible. <laughs> <laughs> At that time, even I didn't go out in public or anything. There were about 20, 30 following me around. And sometimes we had to share clothes, you know. <laughs> My clothes, they give it to some men and some, <laughs> some monks, you know. But they were all very happy. And then we have that house, and we clean it up, and we planted vegetables. A very small land, but planted vegetables. And we eat and sell some. It's enough to live simple. And then, uh, because the house was already clean and nice and had vegetables and all that, they sold it. <laughs> the owners sold it, didn't tell us. <laughs> so we didn't have house, you know? Okay, we move out, move around and... Uh, Later, I had a little piece of land in the Yangming Mountain, but that's a national park. We couldn't even camp. It's not allowed. But later, they can do it. They do it now. They camp over there, the best. <laughs> I told you, everywhere I go first, and then people come. <laughs> and then I have to go <laughs> and make it all nice and clean. And then we have to go also. I didn't know about that. You know, I thought we just camp. You don't do anything. So it couldn't, couldn't be wrong. But then the police came and all that. It's too much hassle. So we went. We went somewhere, so we didn't have any land. <laughs> we had land, but we couldn't stay at that time. Now they can stay. They made a tent up there, or even build a small pavilion for me. And then uh, we went to the river. We moved south to the uh, free river. <laughs> you come at the bank of the river, you have water from the river, and we filter it and use it. Or just do simple cooking or just barbecue, you know, every day. Yeah, at night we we collect the wood, and then we camp, and then we cook whatever we had. Uh, even New Year's, you know, that's all we had. Uh, but it was very fun. It was fun. Uh, what else did I say? What was it? Where to stay. Where to stay? Yeah, where to stay. For you. For me? Ah, oh, okay, that's why, huh? Yeah. We could just camp somewhere on the side of the river. But would police say anything anywhere? Probably, yeah. Huh? In Taiwan, it was more simple because where we went, police didn't even bother <laughs> to come. <laughs> you know, it was over mountains, rivers, mountains, rivers, on foot. And you can't uh, drive cars in there. Not even a horse can go through. Sometimes the river is swollen very high, and we have to go together with a rope and then go across the river together with a rope. And we keep the rope there across the river, so whenever we want to go across, we just hang on to that. <laughs> Sometimes the river was up to my neck here, a very strong current. I don't know how I survived. <laughs> I'm so small. And the current was very strong. And you couldn't see it because it's turbulent, it's not clear. My God, so invincible. <laughs> That's typical of young people. <laughs> you fear nothing. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> you know nothing. <laughs> You're unarmed and undangerous, you know? <laughs> nothing is a danger to you. You don't even know what dangers spell like. And many of them were also young, you know? And they had fun, they didn't care. Sometimes we went to pick up the vegetables around the area, and uh, we just cook them and eat them or eat them raw, and then Sometimes we go outside to buy vegetables, a big car or something, or rent some truck and then bring the whole truck in. And we eat for a while, and when we finish, we go out again. 
You should see the scene. Oh my god. Maybe some of the old films. Old cities still have it. It's like this. The river like this, mountain like that on both sides. And you see the monks and then come from the mountain, go down. The whole line. You can see them one by one, the whole line, you know, carrying stuff. Like the ants, you know the ants when they go? Oh, it's similar like that. But it looks so beautiful though. Because they have to carry by foot. There's nothing you can use in that mountain and river. Because the mountain path is very small, it's enough for one person to climb up and down like that. <laughs> and then through the river, sometimes we had to put foot on the raft so it doesn't get wet <laughs> or it's not too heavy to carry. In some areas you can, some areas you cannot. And uh, I had a tent also, and I also had a living room. <laughs> what was the living room? It's a raft made with dry wood from the forest, just put in the middle of the river. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. And that part of the river doesn't flow fast. It gets stuck between the rocks, so the raft just stays there. So sometimes if I'm bored with my summer camp, I go there, <laughs> just a few yards away, very convenient, put my feet in the water. Cool. Because <laughs> summer can be hot there. Yeah, and then we just play around. And then if you, if you feel hot, you go in the river, bath yourself. And if your clothes are dirty, you wash it and put it on the rock. And it's half an hour dry. Just like in the laundry in your best shop in London. <laughs> Very simple. The water always flowing, so it's clean. And we were at the top of the mountain, the top of the river source. So it did look like that. Nobody was up there. At least for a long time. We didn't see what you don't see, you don't, you don't know. <laughs> and we use cloth to filter the water because we had nothing else. If you use the cloth to filter, it's clean enough already, and then you boil it, boil a lot, and then it's safe enough. Well, at least I was young, invincible, but I know the basic hygiene, <laughs> thanks to the Buddha, you know. One of the precepts in Buddhist monkhood is that you have to filter your water. Buddha at that time, he knew already. He looked into his, say, oh, there are 8,400 million bacteria in your cup. Yeah, so the monks at that time, 2,000-some years ago, already filter their water before they drink, yeah? We filter and we boil as well, you know? And it's so free, such a freedom. At sunrise, you get up, or not get up. <laughs> <laughs> at sunset, you go sleep or not go sleep. <laughs> up to you. <laughs> Nobody checks, we don't know what time, we don't care. <laughs> And then we play the mandolin, sita, whoever does what, you know, flute, harmonica, whatever. We do all kinds of nonsense stuff. And uh, uh, playing ambush, <laughs> ambushing each other, surprising, and you know, all that stuff. Put all kinds of charcoal on the face. We look like jungle fighters. <laughs> and we all burn so black, oh, every day in the sun. Sometimes. As I told you already, when the sun sets, you can go to sleep or not sleep. Yeah, And I'm telling the truth, because some didn't sleep at night. I don't know what they did. Daytime, they go out and sit on a rock, on top of the rock, and then uh, sit for a while, and then their heads begin to lower down. <laughs> and then some of the jungle men, you know, some men who come and cut wood or something, and this is this, my God, you poor thing, you don't have a home, right? 
That's why you can't sleep, right? Look, uh, all of you are so tired. Oh, look at how sleeping all day. <laughs> Some what? meditating, you know, sitting there or lying there with eyes closed. So the, the woodcutter was so worried about us. My God, what are you doing? You're so tired. All of you sleeping <laughs> in the daytime, you know? But it didn't feel, oh my God. I think that was the best time I have had up to now compared to all the big buildings. Big meditation hall, roomy uh, houses, and big houses, whatever. I never feel as good. I have to tell you the truth. At that time, all we needed was just one or two meals a day, and it's not elaborate or anything. The book of life is free. When all the pages are read. Another world is there That is my The more we expand our spirit of compassion to honor the sanctity of life, the more deeply we connect with our own spiritual nature. The Venerable Radhanath Swami, Vegetarian Amanhã, entre mestra e discípulos The beginning was fun because I was so young and naive. <laughs> First time monk, <laughs> fear nothing, know nothing. <laughs> and then I'm still alive. God protects the innocence, huh? Yeah, I was quite naive. Can you imagine? Really, it's like the Buddha's time. And in the 20th century end, people build skyscrapers, go to the moon and all that, and we're hanging around in tents and <laughs> shaving heads and living in the jungle. and. <laughs> Roasting potatoes. <laughs> do you believe it? And think it's the best life that we had. And I still do. Espectadores estimados, agradecemos a sua companhia no episódio de hoje intitulado Mestra Relembra, parte 1 de 4 em Entre Mestra e Discípulos. Fique ligado na Supreme Master Television para mais programação positiva. Que o universo nos guie para um futuro brilhante repleto de alegria, paz, liberdade, criatividade e abundância. Esteemed viewers, we thank you for accompanying for today's episode entitled Master Remonences, part one of four, on Between Master and Disciples. Please stay tuned to Supreme Master Television for more positive programming. May the universe guide us to a bright future filled with joy, peace, freedom, creativity and abundance. Be vegan, make peace, do good deeds, hell not reach.
Our programs offer many languages. Please visit suprememastertv.com forward slash schedule and suprememastertv.com forward slash BMD.